0: You are listening to episode 34 with Rev Brianna Lim. Hello, this is Barbara, and welcome to this super powerful episode. Before we dive in any deeper, I want to introduce you to my today's guest. He is a witch, mentor, incredible public speaker, and when I say incredible, I mean absolutely incredible public speaker, podcast host, spiritual leader, and absolute goddess. In today's episode, we will talk about something I am strongly passionate about, something that we all need to fight for, especially right now, something that is our birthright and that is our freedom. Let's dive in. Hey, Brianna, welcome to my podcast. I'm um, super excited to have you here. Um, I'm so excited that you agreed to be on my show. Before we dive into any deep conversation, I just really want to say it and express it. (laughs) I have listened to one of your interviews um, you have done recently, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, this woman literally speaks exactly the same way how my soul feels. Mm. And I'm sure that you have heard this so many times. Literally, what I've been feeling for such a long time, it just didn't have the words. You know, we didn't have the language. You gave language to it. So I was like, I need you, yeah. <laughs> I, need you to, I need you to come on my show and I need you to talk. What we're going to be talking about today is going to be talking about something what I stand for, I'm so passionate about, I would not be here right now if I didn't have it. And before we dive in, I know you probably want to say something, but I'm not letting you, but I will let you, <laughs> but before we dive in, what are you grateful for?
1: hmm Barbara, I'm so grateful for you, babe. This is so sweet, right? Like this is so—it uh, just tickles me. Your your message and your energy, and the way you present online, the way you present in person, like you—you you are real, and I just really appreciate that. And um, I'm grateful for this connection. I'm grateful for the connections in my life. It's truly a mycelium network. It's truly us practicing oneness that is going to bring all the freedom right freedom is not a personal experience it's a collective experience I'm not free until you're free yeah <laughs> like I, I can be as free as I want within my internal reality we can do all the internal work I, I encourage that thoroughly you can meditate you can elevate you can descend you can do all the things but it doesn't count until every sentient being is free and that's really the game
0: you know I was thinking recently about this right and please do disagree if you disagree with this Every single conflict we had as a humanity in the past, every war, every freaking racism attack, literally, you name it, any abusement, is all about freedom. Okay, so we all want to be free, but we all want to control. Mm -hmm. And this is what I want to talk to you about. And I just want to know where you stand with it. And also we are giving, not we, some of us are giving our freedom away unknowingly this is where your knowledge comes in. Get ready for that. <laughs> and I just want people to listen to these podcasts. I want them to know that freedom is so important to us. Mm-hmm. We need to protect it. We need to claim it back. Go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go, Brianna, go. go them. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. I
0: feel it and you speak it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I mean... Freedom is, is such a beautiful word and an incredible concept. So I think let's just start with like some simple definitions of what we mean when we say the word freedom, right? Like when I say it, when you say it, when we're communicating to your audience, this audience, if you're listening, like what does freedom mean to you? Like what are the feelings in the body? What are the behaviors of someone who is free or who has freedom? What are the behaviors of someone who doesn't have freedom, right? And so just starting to look at those contrasts, cause for me, a lot of times we can define it within the contrast. So I'm going to start with that. For me, I know that there's a lack of freedom when I can't make decisions about my own body without needing to go through a governmental or authoritarian structure, or even parental structures in order to make decisions about the body that I, this being has been given charge of freedom is an experience of choice and also the connection to our freedom is connected. The freedom of what we are is about the whole. So it's not just about making decisions only for me. It's about being free enough in my mind to notice the reality that we're all interconnected. (laughs) True freedom is noticing that I am connected to this dragonfly, I'm connected to you in this moment, I'm connected to oxygen. And the molecules are going out of my body into the vineyard right here these plants drink what i exhale Mm -hmm. and we become one you can scientifically prove it now they're finally being able to scientifically prove what we witches have been saying for tens of thousands of years indigenous traditions across the entire planet have been saying this for thousands of years and they have been demolished by the domination patriarchy, by the need to conquer and control, which is kind of your antithesis to, cre- to freedom, which we'll get into in just a moment. But starting to recognize that my freedom is interdependent, completely connected and dependent on the freedom of
0: everything around me. I know you are touching up on the vaccinations and all that kind of stuff. And I don't mind, and I really, 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 really just want to raise this I think that people who decide to have it they should have it there is no judgment from that's how I feel about it and I think that people who decide not to have it they should not have it but nobody should be telling you <laughs> you do it otherwise you're not gonna be able to do x y z yeah yes, yes.
1: Yeah, there's been some really interesting comparisons of like societal norms and how to keep people safe. And it's like, we make societal agreements to keep each other safe. Like we all stop at the red light, right? Like if if I was just thinking about my personal needs and just went through and didn't pay attention to societal norms, I would be a danger to society. And people have compared that to receiving the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And, and I just wanna really bring forward this remembrance of like shooting something into my body Anyone shooting anything into my body is not the same as driving a vehicle through the road. Yeah. These are two very different things and we cannot be comparing that way. No. What we get to go back to the root of is freedom is what we call body sovereignty and the ability to make choice for myself and those that I am in care of, whether it's my animals or my children that I get to make these decisions from a place of an informed consumer, right? An informed consumer. So it's really hard to make choices right now, Barbara, because the the majority of information that is mainstream is funded by the companies that are receiving money in order to create the vaccine. So when the majority of the research, the scientific research that so many people who are pro-vaccine, when so much of that research 98% of it is funded by the very people who are receiving money the more people take the vaccine that to me is not a proper scientific academic front that is a subjective experience (laughs) that is a sociological experience experiment on what can be pulled over people's eyes to really test out a vaccine it takes years it takes different studies it takes testing it in different bodies it takes subjects who are open and willing to be scientific subjects and people do this right and there are ways that they ethically do it and there are ways that they don't ethically do it but we won't get into that in this podcast but right now we don't have enough evidence we don't to know that it's not going to affect reproductive systems in pussy havers women we don't know what it's going to do to children we don't know what it's going to do to developing brains and nervous systems we don't know what it's going to do to those who are already immune compromised we don't know and you know what the vaccine might be an amazing thing it might yeah. be the thing that saves us it not might exactly. be nobody said nobody
0: says that it isn't yeah no absolutely
1: no what we're saying is people need to have choice And I also advocate for just slowing down of the push of it right now until we can get a little bit more testing on what's actually needed. What's actually needed is for us to build our immune systems. Like if we want to heal a virus on the planet, we need to talk about being in the sunlight, drinking ginger tea. And I'm not saying that that's the only way. I'm not saying that the vaccine couldn't also help us. But the bigger conversation around why people are so diseased needs to be touched. That taproot needs to be touched. That's the bigger conversation is that as human beings, we can have the freedom and the power to have the knowledge of how to take care of our vessels and not be decrepit and dying the way that we are right now. That's dumb. The number one killer in the United States is heart disease due to cortisol, extreme adrenaline and stress and poor diet. Two things that are completely controllable by our own decisions, not by famine, not by war, not by stupid shit that we've somehow resolved. We're now killing ourselves through stress and diet. That's the bigger conversation that Johnson Johnson and Pfizer do not want to have. That's the bigger conversation that the president of the United States does not want to have and take responsibility for. That's the conversation that the majority of American people, and I would say even Western people, Europeans, Australians, those of us who are in the consumerist domination models, the majority of individuals want to remain in their Amazon accounts, paying with their credit cards, buying their fast food, going from their box house into their box car, into their box office, into this continuity of somewhat toxic mimic of comfort. We got to address the whole system. And that's the conversation the companies are not ready or willing to have. We've got to address our petroleum consumption. We got to address the sex slavery and the children who are making our clothes. We got to address the way that our politicians get away with murder. We've got to address a whole mafioso system on our planet. And that's the root cause of this virus. And until the corporations have enough of the money taken away from them, until we as women, I'm on the planet here to, that every woman gets to be a billionaire. Every woke woman gets to be a w- billionaire. Wake up women because it's our time to take the money back. These brothers are not running this thing into the ground. We're done. The witches are done. We're coming yeah. for you.
0: Absolutely. And the other thing what we have said, which I want to touch up on, is uh, the common sense, right? So for instance, if somebody told you this story, what we are having going on right now around the world 10 years ago how would you react like no it's impossible this is not going to happen this doesn't make any sense or would you would you would that make sense to you i mean somewhat
1: only because I've studied history and I like know the way the bubonic plague spread yeah. and the way that we've been interacting. Astrology you know. and stuff like that. Yeah, but, yeah, but if you were, know, if you didn't, let's
0: talk to in the people who didn't. Kind of like the media mind, no. Yeah.
1: Like in the normal, in the normal system, it's like, that sounds like some dystopian Hollywood exactly. film. Exactly.
0: So what happened to the common sense and how do we get affected by what is projected to us? Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Do you know where I mean. I'm going with that? Well, it's just so, things which make so sense, much. doesn't make sense anymore, but everybody follows them because yeah. somebody said something and somebody said the other thing. It's yeah. we are all united, and if we are not going to be united, we're not going to be able to get through this, correct? Yeah. Or just dis- uh, not correct? <laughs> well, well no. <laughs> if we're all yeah.
1: connected,
0: right? <laughs> all beings
1: are connected. We're not united right now. We we, all humans need each other, but we can't stand each other right now. It's a conundrum that we're in as humanity of like, we're finding out that we're super fucking needy and we actually need every single human being on the planet. We need, we need every single one and we need every animal and we need every tree and we need everything. We actually need everything. We are needy motherfuckers and we need each other. And we've been destroying like a cancer on this planet. Right? So right now we are all connected, but we're not united. We're not united with our animals. We're not united with our plants. We're not united with the tribes in the Amazon. We're not united with the native voices in the United States trying to get the pipelines to stop crossing the rivers. We're not united with what's happening in the Democratic Republic of Congo and their forever civil war. We're not united about petroleum extraction in the Middle East and why they think that they're fighting an evil force of the United States army that has been there. And they basically regard us as like the Darth Vader of their land. Like (laughs) <laughs> we're, we're we're not united we're connected and the more i'm a real advocate of of anyone who believes in choice and sovereignty and freedom is like no geopolitics like know what's happening on the planet do your meditation in the morning eat good food get barefoot in nature take care of yourself do your baths learn what is the best thing to take care of your physical vessel and know what's happening geopolitically and connect to the oneness like that's just really where it's at right now we're in training for those who are light workers, for those who are here with a message, for those who are here to wake up, for those who are here to wake up others, this is our training time. Nobody is okay right now. Mm. Not me, not you, like this has affected everyone on a, on a deep, deep like sovereignty and also safety level, like what you do, big root chakra, boom, for all of us. And it's a full on self-care time It's full-on connecting with good people time. It's full-on really getting into the practices and these ancient technologies, the yoga. like Yoga is not a workout. Yoga is a way of training the nervous system so that we can handle life. Plant medicine is not some way to erase your bad memories or to check off some spiritual I've done it boxes. It's a way to train the nervous system of how to sit up and sing when shit hits the fan. These shamanic technologies, these indigenous technologies that are coming back online that are so popular right now are really about us training our nervous system because it's time to be tender, open-hearted, beautiful, powerful examples of the warriors of the light that this planet needs right now. This planet needs leaders who are unafraid to go into their own darkness, who are unafraid to speak truth, who are unafraid to sit in a circle and say there are many things that we don't know. There are many things that we don't know, but we want to include everyone's voice and we want to listen to the women and we want to listen to the children. We need to listen to indigenous voices. We need to listen to the plants. We need to listen to the animals. Like we get to call this forward. And I am I've said it already, but like the advocacy of like every woman gets to be a billionaire. The one with the biggest voice at the table is the one who has the money. And if we as collectives of sisters, if we as collectives of women, and, and the men can be included too, but I believe it gets to be women led those who have pussies, those who are the holders of life, however you want to identify. But if you have that GPS system where we have neurodendrites, we have the same cells that are in our brain and heart cells that only appear in the brain and the heart and the human body appear in the physical human womb. We have the blueprint for life within our systems. We have an intuition of how to connect and make this about love and connection and oneness and the one voice, while also addressing the bullshit that has happened. We have a system of judgment within our bodies that regulate and bleed, that can feel when something is out of alignment for the best of life, laterally. Our leadership is lateral. It's a circle, not a pyramid. It's a circle, not a pyramid. It's a complete paradigm shift. Every system that is a pyramid on the planet right now is going to be facing death. Presidential systems, economic systems, educational systems, medicinal systems, like the pyramid is falling in order to not build another pyramid. Those of us who are lightworkers, those of us who are awake, those of us who are aware, those who've had experiences of oneness are here to create the circle and we're all figuring out what that means. I'm not here as like, I've created this circle. Everyone join me. It's like, fuck, I don't know what this circle is. I know your power is dependent on my power. So I'm going to empower you. You're going to empower me. We all have to rise. We all get to step forward. We all get to be in our beauty and our power and our majesty and our sovereignty and our solidarity and come together in beautiful art and creation and podcasts and festivals and remind humans why we're here to be human. And how to do that is through the living experience of it. Like there's never a moment that we're not working. There's never a moment we're not training. There's never a moment we're not relaxing into pleasure because the opposite of war is not peace. It's not nothingness. It's not, the opposite of war is pleasure. The opposite of war is creation. The opposite of war is that relaxation of being able to take a nap on your front lawn, knowing a bomb's not gonna drop or knowing someone's not gonna try to come rape you right? I live in the United fucking States in one of the most expensive places in the world. And my dad told me not to sleep in my front yard because it's an area where, where we have some grass because someone might come by and try to rape me. And while I believe that's a bit paranoid and that's not necessarily something I would ever tell
0: my daughter, what he was saying was true. <laughs> I love what you said. And I love what you said about women. Um, it's not about discriminating the male energy, but this is something what has happened in the history, and I'm, and I'm sure you're going to touch up on that. We were separated when we were not allowed to have our circles because we were very powerful. Mm-hmm. We are very nurturing, very, um, very caring uh, beings. The way how we care for our children or we care for our partners, if we were allowed to care for others like us, we would really rise up from the ashes like a phoenix and we will be unstoppable, super powerful. It will be just so good, (laughs) but the circle's broken. Well, I'm I'm sure it's coming back together. Yeah. It is
1: slowly. I mean, even in this conversation, right? Like that, I don't want to romanticize tribal living because there was a lot of shit that went down, right? Like they couldn't survive the winter women died regularly from childbirth. So I'm not romanticizing like, let's go back to tribe and all live off the land. No, I think it's a bridge between ancient technologies and current technologies and future technologies that are gonna allow us to merge. But something about the ancient technology of women being able to be together and raise their children together and not have to do it alone. Once that was taken from us and replaced with competition, replaced with fear of resource around men or money or beauty or needing to be the one, like that whole thing, the sisterhood wound thing, it just hurt, right? It was so nasty, so horrible. But that, that was what came in specifically i mean within west we'll talk about just within the western context with with was with the witch trials was with this whole context that women who just doing their women thing like fucking cleaning their house using herbs to clean their house okay disinfectant herbs to clean my house i could have been burned at the stake for almost a thousand years just 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 let's just start there people are like the witches tell me about the magic of the witches i was like there were no witches they were just motherfucking housewives who used the herbs they grew in their garden, and the Christians didn't like them because they didn't want to take away their husbands and children to war to fight for the motherfucking Christians who came in and took over their yeah. land. That's who we were. We were just the indigenous women of Europe, just doing our thing. We said some prayers and did some magic for sure, but it wasn't like this going on the broomstick and all of our spells. And this evil mystery Merlin, like that's so many fucking layers on the simplicity that anywhere between 300,000 and up to 2 million women were murdered for cleaning their house with sage, just dipped in water, not even burning that shit, just dipped in water, washing the table with herbs, murdered, raped, tortured tortured my ancestors were tortured for this bullshit. for being called a witch a word that was made up to identify any woman who wouldn't go along with whatever the christian catholic church said that's what that was any woman who defied a priest any woman who said that my power is important to any woman who stood up for their voice or stood up against the roman empire or stood up against the pope any woman any woman men too and some queers too, and some children too, but the majority, 90 plus percent of those killed, tortured, raped during the witch trials of Europe, specifically Western Europe was women. Mm. It was a war against women. It was a war against the feminine voice specifically targeted because the women were strong. Our indigenous mothers were strong. We knew how to come together. We were powerful. We were powerful. We knew how to clean. We knew how to clean (laughs) our houses and the bullshit. You know what I mean? We were the we were the midwives, we were the nurses, we were the keepers of death, we were the keepers of life, we were the Bondrui, we were the high priestesses of Avalon. These are legendary forces of their magic and their ability to heal people's minds, to heal them when they came back from war. They were using high level NLP family constellations, coaching, entity extraction, herbal usage, digestion help enemas the whole thing they had dental work like the full thing full societies full knowledge before what we consider to be civilization
0: yeah and that brings us back to freedom
1: and that's that's the original place of it right it's like us remembering our connection to each other us remembering that the power of our freedom lies in the resources that we are with each other. If we're talking about a circle for education, for medicine, for our governments, we have to come together as humanity, as community. And it scares the shit out of me too. I'm like another meeting, another time where we have to sit around and figure this stuff out. Like, yeah, forever. Like we we need to talk to each other. We need to come back to community, come back to local community, I think is where it's gonna start. And I don't know that it's gonna be a choice you know there's this idealized like oh yeah the hippies are going to do the, like their community thing and it's like uh, where things are going right now like we might have to and those of us who are practicing may have like a couple legs up but we're not doing that much better like it's hard it's hard to be human right now we don't have a blueprint handed to us from our parents on how to human well most of us what we've learned from our parents is what not to do
0: again you are speaking for my soul you're giving. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's out. The soul has spoken. Thank you. <laughs> I love
1: that. The soul has
0: spoken. <laughs> no, absolutely. Brianna. I can't believe we, I'm loving this conversation. Can you tell the listeners where are you based, what you are doing and how you are helping the humanity? <laughs> And the
1: plants. <laughs> I seem to be agitating humanity a little bit more than helping at the moment, but it's an act of love. It truly is. I'm not here to be um, confrontational. I am here to activate. I am here to help people wake up. And sometimes I do that through like pokey things. And I am so open to not being right. I'm so open to learning more. I'm so open to being in the listening of of all the processes of all the learnings, because there is so much energy within every person right now. And so there's just a lot of respect um, and a lot of love, even when I'm sharing in my fire, even when I'm sharing in my, in my conviction, there is tenderness and uh, having done this enough times now that I know that I don't know the whole story Mm-hmm. So there's, um, there's that piece. And I say that because that's also how I lead and teach is I'm really an activator of leaders. I'm really, um, I'm, I'm looking for my Anamkara, my soul siblings, my brothers and sisters. You know, I, I believe that the teacher structure of like, I'm the expert coach and I'm going to show you this thing or I'm the shaman who has this way or I'm the guru who has like, thank you for that time. And now we're here to activate each other. So I usually start working with people. People find me when they're ready to die to the dominion model within themselves. And when they're ready to find a new authority, a new author, they're ready to be the author of their life and not give their power away to a government or a parent or their past trauma or the patriarchy or this or that, like to understand and be informed, but to really make decisions from that place of oneness from that place of infinite power, from that place of dominion, power within and power with all. We're here to empower each other. So people find me when they're ready to have a new paradigm about reality, because that's what I'm a student of. I'm not an expert. <laughs> they come to me to learn and, and receive the notes and receive the transmissions of me having worked this. My whole life has been a, a question of power.
0: Mm. My whole about life Mm-hmm. So, isn't it it's all about resonating like if people do resonate with you or they don't resonate with you and that's fair enough yeah. because that's how we work and yeah. and whereabouts do you live and because you live in a community and i just wanted you to like talk about that a little bit just yeah. touch, uh, touch up on that
1: <laughs> yeah love it um right now i'm based in pacific palisades california in a beautiful sweet dynamic community called the mother tree and um i'm a co-founder of a nature-based church called the earth temple and we're based out of the mother tree there
0: amazing thank Mm -hmm. you so much yeah Yeah, (laughs) where can listeners find you where can they book you are you taking people for uh, your mentorship i'm taking all the people barbara (laughs) i'm taking
1: all the people and we're gonna do this thing together
0: um (laughs) we gotta clean houses with sage and i'll tell you how (laughs) yes we'll teach you it's really easy
1: um rev brianna lynn r-e-v-b-r-i-a-n-a-l-y-n-n at all the things facebook instagram rev brianna lynn at the earth temple.com is my email Um, And I have a lot of different touch points, I would say, within the Earth Temple, we do weekend trainings, we do one-on-one work, we do longer containers of different types of training for women, for men, for um, mixed identities, and there's really a space for everyone to kind of feel into what it is. Um, we also have a newsletter that if anyone just wants to be in this conversation, to be in the conversation of oneness and also how to acknowledge the what is, right? Like, we get we're infinite beings, we're all light beings, we're moving to the fifth dimension, Lemuria is upon us, yes. And like, let's be very in touch with what current reality is, where we want to get to in the GPS, yes. And naming and directly addressing with our fifth dimensional powers how to navigate the 3D in a good way and in a way that returns it to wholeness, that restores the wholeness, restores right relation with with the planet and the land. So um, yeah, that's the work that we do. And we do all sorts of workshops and deeper dives and shamanic journeys and inner child work to uh, community development and looking at the blueprints of communication and conflict resolution and all the things. We are students of all the things.
0: Love it, thank you so much thank
1: Mm -hmm. you yeah my pleasure
0: oh my oh my how powerful was this episode i absolutely love brianna i love what she stands for love how powerful she is i hope you have enjoyed this conversation if you did please leave me a review because that always pushes the podcast up and i will be so grateful to hear from you and just to see how much you love it if you didn't love this episode or even if you didn't like it, please do not leave me a review, obviously, because that's just not going to be good. <laughs> but I cannot wait to see your next episode. I'm sending you so much love and so much light and gratitude, Barbara May.